Welcome to HD Reality with Courtney Cable. As a trained life coach and a member of a Huntington's disease family, I am here to support and empower you. This podcast is dedicated to everyone affected by HD, including individuals with HD, their spouses, loved ones, and caregivers. Join us as we delve into mental and emotional tools that will equip us to conquer the unique challenges that come with this diagnosis, as together we define our own HD reality. Today we are going to talk about whether having a positive outlook around Huntington's disease is possible and reasons why you may or may not even want to feel positively about HD. So to start off, I want to know what is your outlook right now, specifically about HD? What is your outlook now and are you happy with where it is? Do you feel like it's good for you? Don't worry about whether or not there is a correct perspective to have. And I'm putting correct in air quotes here because there really isn't a correct one. It's like asking if there is a correct angle to view an apple at. Like you hold this apple and you look at it. There might be one or several that the majority of people prefer, but that doesn't make it correct. Like you might look at an apple this way. I'll look at it this way. So with any given set of facts, there's no correct story or observation to make about that set of facts. Within the HD community, we see a wide range of opinions from optimistic and hopeful to pessimistic and defeated. So we know there's some wiggle room here. So no matter what you think now, I'm suggesting that we let go of the thought that I can't think the certain way because it's wrong to think that. There's no such thing as it being wrong to think anything. You can think whatever you want. Thoughts can't be right or wrong because they're not facts. They're just thoughts. So they just are what they are. They're not right or wrong. Are people going to judge us for our opinions? Probably. We see it a lot. But stick with me and I will teach you how to handle that in a future episode if you feel like you're being judged. We will cross that bridge when we come to it. For now, I want us to focus on understanding that we have a little bit more control than we thought we might have over our own thoughts and perspectives on things. Okay, so there's no right perspective to have regarding HD and we can think whatever we want. So how do we change our outlook and how do we know if we should? Sometimes it's really hard to let go of current beliefs. Something I hear clients say a lot when we talk about changing our thoughts on something is, well, I can't change that thought because it just feels true. How can I start thinking differently if I don't believe it? And this is totally valid. And I want to make it clear that it totally makes sense that these thoughts feel true. And that happens for a couple of reasons. First, your thought feels true because you've been thinking it over and over. At the end of the day, beliefs are just thoughts that we think so often that our minds start accepting them as facts when they are still just thoughts. The second reason that your thoughts feel really true to you is that the eyes see what the mind looks for. I love that thought. I'll say it again (laughs) because I love it so much. The eyes see what the mind looks for. Our brains are constantly looking for evidence that backs up our current thinking because it knows that changing our mind requires more energy and whenever possible, the brain wants to avoid spending energy. It's like stopping a train. Once it's moving, it's hard to stop. But if this train of thought, this literal train of thought is not getting you where you want to go, then we need to stop it. So I want to acknowledge that when we challenge some of these beliefs, especially deeply held and heavy beliefs, like those that a lot of us have around HD, 
there's absolutely going to be some pushback from your brain and some resistance. That's completely natural. We should probably just expect it. A good way to know if you need to change up some of your beliefs is to look at what your current beliefs are creating in your life. Is it creating good things for you? Then great. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it's causing you some pain and suffering, it might be time to switch it up. So keeping in mind that our eyes see what our minds look for, one thing that we see beliefs doing in our lives is that they block us from accepting any new evidence that might threaten our current point of view. This, the classic example is that video. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like a basketball game. There's, there's a team wearing white and there's a team wearing black. And the object of the video is to count how many times the team wearing white passes the ball. And then in the background, someone in a bear suit walks through. And at the end of the video, it asks you if you saw the bear walk through the basketball game. And no one ever does because your brain completely skims over it because the bear is not relevant to the task at hand, which is counting the number of times that the team in white passes the basketball. Our current beliefs are the lenses or filters through which we experience our lives. I recently saw a comparison of our minds being like a search engine, like Google or YouTube. Whatever we put in the search bar directly indicates what results we will find. And whatever filter settings on or beliefs we have, the results will be filtered accordingly. Sometimes this filtering mechanism is really helpful. Like if we have the belief that we are capable, lovable, or just naturally happy. Other times, these beliefs or filter systems can hurt us. What are your current beliefs about HD and what is your experience of it? Are you okay with that being the filter over your life? Some things I hear said about HD is, I hate this disease. This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Huntington's disease ruined my life. HD has killed any hope and joy I could have. And if you are thinking any of these thoughts, I want you to know that I have no judgment of you. I just want to show you that these thoughts might be hurting you. So if you have one of those thoughts like HD is horrible, then in the same way that the person watching the video of the basketball teams missed the bear, you might be missing out on any evidence in your life of the ways that HD might not be that horrible. If you think HD has ruined your life, your brain will automatically filter out any evidence to the contrary. And again, I'm not here to argue for or against the idea that HD is a terrible disease. You can think whatever you want. I just think it's important to be in the driver's seat of our experience and be aware and intentional about the way we think so that we don't rob ourselves of potential joy and peace. If I notice that a particular thought or belief isn't helping me, some of my favorite questions to ask are, how could the opposite be true? What evidence can you find that what you believe right now could be totally or at least partially wrong? Like, what if you were on a debate team and you were assigned to debate for the opinion opposite your own current belief? What would you say? What examples would you bring up? What holes would you poke in your opponent's story or claim? The thought, I could be wrong about that, is one of the most freeing thoughts to me. And I'll reemphasize again, you can believe absolutely whatever you want to believe. I'm going to do a little exercise, and it might sound a little crazy, but just for a minute, set aside what you hold as true and false. If you could believe whatever you wanted, what would you choose to believe? If none of the circumstances of your life changed, but you could believe whatever you wanted to about yourself, your family, your life, your future, 
your health and well-being, etc., what would you choose to believe? Knowing that no belief is off the table, whatever you choose is possible, and no more or less correct, and knowing that your amazing brain would immediately go to work finding evidence for it, no matter how little, what would you choose to believe? All right. If I lost you there, that's okay. Come on back. Allow me to explain a couple things that might have been worrying you. I am not telling you to discredit things that the doctor has said, or just to pretend to ignore the facts. Like I said at the beginning, for any given set of facts, there are a thousand stories that can be told. And think about the things we usually hear from doctors and scientists. They're usually statistics. With such and such number of repeats, you are most likely to develop symptoms between such and such ages. But the thing about statistics is that 100% are extremely rare. So when a doctor says you probably won't be able to do this, or most likely such and such will happen by this age, etc., those are all statistics that are lower than 100%. You should absolutely consider those odds when you're making decisions about what to do, like housing, job accommodations, end-of-life planning, etc. But when you're making decisions about what to think and how to feel, why not believe that the doctors are wrong about your situation? What would happen if you decided that you were the one to beat the odds? Someone did. That statistic wasn't 100%. Someone did. Why not you? All of this talk about intentionally believing whatever we want is so important because the story we tell ourselves about the future directly impacts our present and our future. In the present moment, we know that our mood affects what we do and how we do it. Think about it. Have you ever heard the phrase that hurt people hurt people? Like, people who feel hurt often turn around and hurt others. Well, it's true. And sad people create more sadness, tired people tire themselves and others out, and stressed people make things stressful. And that might have sounded a little bit harsh. If you're feeling defensive, it's... I get it. I offended myself right there. But how did that sit with you? We know it instinctively, but when it's directed at us, we tend to get defensive. My goal is not to call you out and have you feeling negatively about yourself for feeling negative. That just piles on the negative emotion. It's really helpful for me to be aware that whatever I've been thinking and doing up to the point right now today just is what it is. We can have compassion on our innocently unaware minds for what they did when we were on autopilot. But today is a new day. Let's evaluate where we are so we can take our first steps forward. I am going to dedicate an entire episode to having compassion on our past and how that can set us free and open up our future, but for now, let's finish our current discussion. We talked about how our outlook affects us in the present moment. Now let's look to the future. The story we tell ourselves about the future directly impacts our future outcomes. What we believe can change the facts of our future as well as how we will feel in our future. This can happen in a few ways. First, we continue to gather supportive evidence, which solidifies our beliefs, which in turn drives us to collect more and more evidence. It's a really powerful cycle, and it can work for or against you. The second thing, target fixation. Have you ever been on a bike and noticed a rock that you didn't want to hit, and you keep looking at it, and then you hit it? We do this in life. We make true whatever we are focusing on. Someone said... And I'm sorry I can't find the reference for this quote, but they said, We don't always look where we are headed, but we always head in the direction we are looking. So what does your current belief point you towards? 
And do you want that to be true? Or do you want to be pointed towards something else? Lastly, when we are so convinced that life is going to go one way, when the opportunity arises to change the direction, we tend to give up a lot more quickly and easily. We don't pursue things or fight for paths that oppose our current view because we have been convinced that they are impossible. And we do that to ourselves. So those were all the ways that it can affect our future in addition to the ways I described earlier about how our thoughts and perspectives and outlooks can affect our current present moment. So in what ways are you ensuring that your beliefs about Huntington's come true? I'm going to say that one more time. In what ways are you making sure that what you believe about Huntington's or anything else in your life stays true for you? But Courtney, I hear you say, are you telling me that I should think HD is great? How am I supposed to think that dealing with HD is all sunshine, rainbows, and butterflies? That's a wonderful question, and it brings me to my final point. If you believe right now that HD is hard, I hear you and I see you. I understand that you have a lot of reasons and evidence that support that belief, and I am not here to take that away from you. I also understand that those kinds of thoughts can create very real, very painful feelings, and that is all okay. Sometimes we want to feel badly about a situation. I have a cat. I love my cat. His name is Griffin. And if he got run over, I am not going to choose to be happy about it just because I know that I can be happy about it if I want to. In that situation, I want to feel sad, hurt, maybe even angry. But knowing that even during those feelings that I can leave all of that behind where whenever I'm ready gives me so much peace and empowerment. So I am not encouraging everyone listening to start singing from the rooftops about how amazing Huntington's is. I just think it's good to check in with ourselves every once in a while to make sure we aren't adding any unnecessary pain to our situations. So maybe if you think HD is an extremely bad thing, you can try on the idea that maybe it's only a really bad thing and see how that changes your life. You might stay at believing it's a really bad thing your whole life, and that's 100% okay. Or maybe one day you'll decide to think that it's only mostly a bad thing, or sort of a bad thing. I can promise that if you loosen your grip on some of these negative beliefs about Huntington's and about your life, you will immediately start seeing results in your life and never want to turn back. Okay, I felt like that's a lot. How are we feeling? Did you have a light bulb moment? Is your brain tired? Do you totally disagree with me? I want to hear about it. This episode was jam-packed with a lot of things that I would love to spend some more time on. So if it felt like a lot, just hang tight, hang with me. I wanted to make sure that in this first episode, it gave you some really foundational ideas right off the bat, and then we can dive deeper into those specific aspects later. So thanks for listening. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your communities, spreading the benefits of these powerful tools to more people. Connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Courtney Cable Coaching for further interaction and access to additional helpful content and resources. I'm actively engaged on both platforms and eagerly await your thoughts on the podcast and any suggestions you have for future topics. If you're interested in personalized support, visit my website to schedule a complimentary mini coaching session, a free consultation call, or to explore my affordable coaching programs designed to meet your needs. Thank you for tuning in to HD Reality, and I look forward to our next conversation.